Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everybody, back to the Believe in the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Golden of Jets X Factor. And as always, I got my co-host, former Jet running back Lamont Jordan here with me. Lamont, we got a fun show tonight. We are going to do a quick little Super Bowl preview for the people, break down the game, give some bets. Nice little fun show before the big game on Sunday. I am pretty sad. This is the last football game of the season uh, until September before we get any more live games or until the spring, actually, when your DC Divas start. Yes. Once that starts, we'll have to get some more uh, get some more action there. Maybe have some bets of the week on that, uh, but let's get right into it. Uh, go ahead and start off offensively. What are you looking at for this game on for both teams uh, on the offensive side of the ball? Where does this matchup lie for you? Um, for me, um, first of all, just this, this, this game in general, so many different ways to look at this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with the Bengals offense and what I think that they need to do to um, have a chance to win this game or what they, yeah, what they need to do to, to win this game. Um, I think that they use the formula that they use against the Chiefs, especially early on, and that is eat the clock, be accepting of four-yard gains, seven-yard gains to give you a first down, be really methodical, and take your shots when the opportunity presents themselves. I think from an offensive standpoint, um, that would be, for me, what they what they have to do. Um, it's easy to say, and you got to keep Joe Burrow upright, but I think the way you do that is with the passing game. I think that the, the Bengals have a matchup, um, matchups that favor them with, with mixing out of the backfield. You know, we yep. talked, we talked once before about just the, the weakness of the Rams defense and that's been their linebacker core. And I think mixing out of the backfield is going to be critical in this game. And and lastly, taking your shots. Listen, yeah. Chase, Chase is going to get matched up. You know, Higgins is going to get matched up. One of these guys, they're going to get their opportunities to, on the big stage, play against, uh, you know, the, the, one of the top defenses in the National Football mm -hmm. League. And so for the Bengals' offense, I'm, I'm saying that, A, first of all, you cannot turn the ball over. You cannot Not at all. turn the ball over. Can't turn the ball over. No. Um, be patient, take what they give you. And when you take your shots, execute on your shots. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. I feel that completely. I'm actually, I'm right there with you on the Bengals offense. Um, I'll go with my point. Cause I think it goes hand in hand with yours actually. And I agree. You gotta have some control with the clock. You cannot let the Rams get ahead of the, the score. I think once the Rams get up to a lead, I think that's the worst thing for Cincinnati would be the Rams getting an early lead. So I agree. You gotta be on the clock. So how you go about do, doing that is where my point lies. And I agree with you. Um, these teams are very similar offensively. Zach Taylor is from Sean McVay's staff. So they know each other very well. Their offenses are very similar. So if you are the Cincinnati Bengals and you were trying to stay methodical and consistent on offense, you can't just run the same expected plays. 
And I also think this Rams defensive line is going to be charging because they think they have an advantage against the Bengals offensive line. So I think you got to mix in some trap runs. I think you got to mix in a little bit of counter. I think you got to take advantage of the aggression of the Rams. And if that means some screens to mix in, or you would do some, uh, some all go and you let him go out the backfield and just turn around for five yards, you got to be able to not like you said, let the Joe Burrow be on the turf all day. And I think you do it with the passing game as well, but I think you also have to do it a little bit with the run game and the screen game and a little bit just in a misdirection, not complete misdirection sense, but take advantage of the Rams aggression, take advantage of Von Miller and Aaron Donald charging upfield and see if you can get some good gains off that to keep your offense flowing. Uh, Cause if they don't, it's going to be a long day. I think for the Bengals offensively, first and foremost, we both agree you've got to stay methodical and you got to be consistent because you want this game as good as Cincinnati's offense is. I think the lower scoring this game is, the better it is for the Bengals. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you on that. And the screen game is something that's going to be critical. Yeah. You know, you mentioned the screen game. that That's something that's going to be critical. You have to go into, you, you have to go into your bag of tricks and I think that one thing that can help the Bengals offense, and we're talking about being patient and take what they give you. I think that you mess around with the tempo and you go with a lot, you, you go with some no huddle. Yeah. Go tire no out that D line. Yeah. Tire out that yeah, tire out that D line early. Go with some no huddle early. Force the Rams to put in some backups. I mean, you know, it's it's the Super Bowl. There's gonna be a lot of adrenaline going, things of that nature, you know. Sprinkle them some no, some no huddle. So I think that that for me, with the two points that we hit, I think that's definitely the key for the Bengals to have a chance to win this game. Yeah, I agree. Without their offense, they don't have a chance. Their offense yeah. has to. I think they their offense has to win them this game. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. uh, is where it comes down to. Uh, let's get to the Rams' offense. Uh, I think this is quite honestly, it's a little bit of the opposite of the Bengals' situation. Where if you're the Rams, you want to get out to an early lead. You want to establish yourself early. You want to come out swinging. So I'm not worried about Cam Akers right away. I'm not worried about, you know, getting, and I know it's Sean McVay's offense, but the last time Sean McVay was in a Super Bowl, he tried to stick to his base offense and the Patriots shut him down. So you got Mm -hmm. to do something different. I'm trusting Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. to win me the, the first drive. When I get the ball, if I'm the Rams, come out early, come out throwing, trust Matthew Stafford to go deep. Don't be shy to be aggressive. Don't try and think that you have to play clock control and be scared of Joe Burrow. I think this is a better situation for the Rams to be playing with a lead. I think that allows your defensive line to be a little more comfortable, get pin in their ears back. I think that forces uh, a shootout. And I think the Rams have proven that they can win shootouts. I do not be scared and do not be hesitant. First and foremost, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take a play action shot in the first play <laughs> and just, and just say Odell on a, on a post, go for it. Just try it. Give it a shot. Don't be scared. You got to come out and, and light some fireworks early to make a statement if you're the Rams. Yeah, I, I feel I'm, I'm the opposite. I hope they don't come out and take a shot. I hope they don't come out and take a shot. I, I think that they're playing right into the Bengals' hands coming out and taking a play-action shot. Um, Because for me, I think the same thing with patience applies for the Rams. Don't come out here and try to just just hit a bunch of big plays just to try to get the Bengals out of there early. I think you're playing into the Bengals' hands doing that. I think that both offenses have the same formula. Take what the defense gives you, and when you take your shots, be successful taking your shots. I think if they go out here and they just keep trying to throw the ball all over the place, 
I, I think you run into a situation where where you're going to give the Bengals opportunities. You know, this Bengals uh, defense. Yeah, I can see that, and I don't totally disagree. But my worry is, at least when I'm looking at this game right now, I'll tell you who I'm more worried about in a close game coming from behind. I'm more worried about Joe Burrow than Matt Stafford. So, yeah. so if I'm viewing it like that angle, I want enough of a lead on Burrow as possible because I'm assuming he's going to make some of that up as the game goes on. So I, I really think that I would rather fight Burrow with points than fight him with clock control. And that might just be my strategy. But I think that looking at this game, I'm worried if I'm the Rams of that two and a half minutes, you're up by four because it's been a close game the whole game because you've been conservative and it's 17-21 and Joe Burrow's got the ball with two and a half minutes left. That's nightmare scenario for me if I'm a Rams fan. And yeah. I would much rather have that be a situation where we're up, where the Rams are up seven or the Rams are, are up 10 and there's four minutes left. And you gotta, you gotta expand that gap. If you give up, it's not ideal, but I, I'm, I think this is going to be a close game and I think it's going to be decided in the last couple of minutes. So if you're going to be in that type of game, get enough to lead as you can early. And I'm, and who knows, this might be another situation where you prove me wrong. We know that happens all the time. Yeah. I, and, and it, I, I feel like that I'm more confident that the Rams defense can stop the Bengals offense. I'm confident that the Rams best offense can beat the Bengals best defense. I'm really confident in that. Um, what concerns me is, is I'm trying to find the right word. Arrogance isn't the word. Coming out and doing it in a way where it just seems like you just don't show or have any respect for your opponent, that's what concerns me. Like, if they enter this game where, <clears throat> hey, we want to we wanna make it look pretty, we want to hit the pretty bombs, we want to hit this, we want to hit that, and that doesn't go well, that's, to me, that's a problem for the Rams because it speaks right into to what you're speaking on, is that this can be a close game down to the end. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you would rather have Joe Burrow for me. I think either one of these guys are a problem. I, I think agree. I, I think either one of these guys are a problem. And if you're the Rams, I feel like with patience, with patience, the Rams could, the Rams could dissect the Bengals defense a lot faster and run the score up that way then the Bengals can do the same thing to the, to the Rams defense. If you understand, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Uh, I do. Um, and, and I we're we're on similar pages. I don't think you have to get cute. If you're the Rams, That's I don't what I'm think, looking. I don't think you have to, to dial up a trick play or, or, yeah. or throw a double reverse or anything like that. But if you're given Cooper cup, single coverage, I'm testing it. If you're mm -hmm. given Odell single coverage, I'm testing it. It's more of the aggression mindset for me where it's if I'm and the Bengals defense, they do a really good job of not being too static in one thing or the other. They really are multiple and they kind of morph to their opponent a little bit. So if you want to get to that point, like you're saying, where you need to be patient, well, if you don't back off the, the defense with that passing game at all and you're expecting to run the ball and try and stay methodical and take control, 
I think that's going to be harder and you're going to be giving the Bengals defense a little bit of an advantage. So it's not something I would do the whole game. It's not something I would do in any sort of cutesy manner or trying to get, you know, dial up the fancy whatever, but it's, it's the aggressive mindset of we're not going to be afraid to come out throwing to get yardage if we have to. And we're not just going to come out and say, establish the run, be patient. I think you need to back off that Bengals defense and make them respect your passing game to open up your running lanes later in the game. But if you can establish the run early, if you're the Rams, I think you do it. I think if you can get, uh, if you can get an edge in the run game and you seem to be, be getting push off the line and cam Akers is running hard, then don't shy away from that by any means. But I'm, my gut says that this is a shootout and that this is going to be two defenses that are going to have their splash plays. But at the end of the day, these quarterbacks and these offenses are going to score. Cause I think there's just too much skill talent on both teams. And mm-hmm. it, like we talked about with the Bengals worst case scenario, Joe Mixon goes off. And, mm-hmm. and I think that could be a real problem. So I think you be aggressive if you're the Rams to try and counter that. But I think this is a good transition to our defensive talk because uh, this will be a really good spot here. I'm going to go ahead and start off with the Bengals defense. And for me, um, like what you're saying, with my whole point for the Rams was be aggressive on offense and, and don't be afraid to use your talented receivers. If I'm Cincinnati, I'm trusting my front four to stop the run. And I'm getting in a situation where if the Rams, like I said, I think this will be a close game. And if I'm the Bengals, I want the ball in Joe Burrow's hands to end it with four up, four down, four, whatever. Make Cam Akers beat me, not Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, or Odell. Make the Rams offensive line beat the Bengals defensive line and not the Bengals coverage give up to the the Rams passing offense. So I'm not worrying too much about thinking I have to blitz Matt Stafford to win. I think that might be dangerous. Um, quite honestly, for both of these teams, spoiler to my, my Bengals defensive point is kind of the same thing, or my Rams defensive point is kind of the same thing. I trust in your coverage, trust in your back end. Don't just sit in and base all, all game and never send any pressure, but don't come out throwing heat at Matt Stafford right away if you're the Bengals defense and expecting that to work. I think that's not your, your game plan at all. I think if I'm the Bengals, first and foremost, under no circumstances can you allow the Rams to get their run game going. If you allow the Rams to get their run game going, this game is over. I believe that the Rams offense is at their best when they're when they're running their offense through their run game. Yes, they look good. Cooper Cup does a great job. But when Sean McVay is able to call a game where he's able to mix in his run game and he's running his multitude of different runs and he's running his play action off of those runs, to me, that is when the Rams are the absolute most dangerous. And so if you're the Bengals, I'm with you. You got to hope that your front seven or your front six, just depending on what personnel the Rams are in, you got to hope that those guys can handle the run game. And if you bring pressure, you know, if you're trusting your back four, if you're trusting your secondary, then yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to bring some pressure on Matt Stafford. I mean, why not? Let's bring some pressure, you know. But under no circumstances for me, do you want to allow the Rams to get this run game going? And I'm hoping I'm not saying this too soon, but for both of these defenses, for this game, to me, the team that establishes the run game is the team that's going to win. 
And I think that we're going to find out real early which team is going to win this game. Whichever team establishes their run game, that is going to be the team that wins. Now, with that said, you can't establish your run game, but then turn the ball over in the passing game. You can't, we can't have that. Nope. Can't have that. But with regards to Cincinnati and what they do, you cannot allow the Rams to get this run game going. I really think that if they let the Rams get this run game going and and forcing you to drop that other guy down in the box, going with the play action, which is not only giving the wide receivers more time down the field to run their routes, but it's also giving you more protectors to buy more time for Matthew Stafford to get the ball down the field. That is where the Bengals have a problem. So do not allow the Rams to get their run game going. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I kind of disagree for the sole reason that I think the Rams run game is if these teams didn't have such similar offenses and mm-hmm. Zach Taylor wasn't literally on Sean McVay's staff, mm-hmm. they're going to know unless Sean McVay, which has been a downfall of his, which we have to be honest, has been a downfall of his, unless Sean McVay completely changes his scheme, the Bengals are going to know what's coming. The Bengals are going to have an inkling of what's coming. And so I think it's a lot harder to establish your run game when your run schemes are not that, you know, that like you're saying, if he can get those run schemes going, yes, but he's got to set them up with the base concepts first. It all starts with, I'm going to run wide zone and I'm going to do that and get seven yards on this play first and foremost. And that's going to set everything up else after that. I think that you can win as Cincinnati without having to completely attack the run full force, because the second the Rams see that, or the second, yeah, the second the Rams see that that's what you're trying to do, then they'll call the play action. Then they'll, they'll throw it behind your head and then it'll be, it'll be over from there. So you have to stop the run with your front four and you have to not tip off the pass because even if Sean McVay doesn't want to do it, Matt Stafford's aggressive and Matt Stafford's Mm going to make the the audible to, to throw the bomb to Odell or Cooper cup, because that's what he sees. You can't let that happen if you're the Bengals, because if you're the Bengals offensively, we said you have to stay patient. You have to stay methodical. You have to try and keep this game close because if this game gets out of hand for Cincinnati and the mm-hmm. score gets up early and it's it's 14 nothing Rams at the end of the first quarter, then the game's over in my opinion. Let mm-hmm. alone who gets their run game established, the game's over then and there because now Joe Burrow, you can afford to blitz him. You can afford to send a little more pressure. You can afford to trust Aaron Donald and Von Miller to pin their ears back and not worry about being caught at being over aggressive because you know, the Bengals are going to be having to throw to keep up. They're not going to be trying to establish mixing as much. They're not going to be trying to, to play that type of game. And I think regardless of what happens, if you're the Rams, the last thing you want is Joe Burrow to be comfortable and making Joe Burrow uncomfortable is hard for every team. But I think you have a better chance of doing that with him throwing the ball every play and you knowing he's throwing the ball every play than if it's a methodical type of offense where things are evened up. So for the Bengals defense, my point was try and stop the run with your front four. For the Rams defense, my point is don't blitz Joe Burrow early because he will kill you. Blitz Joe Burrow at your own risk. To think if you're going to come out and take advantage of this offensive line and say, we're just going to send extra pressure and they're weak and our defensive line is tough and, and that's how it is. 
that's Joe Burrow is the special type of quarterback where he's better when you blitz him. And he has been every single year. He's been a starter. There's no positive to blitzing him. His, his numbers against the blitz are literally historically good. You're asking for it. If you're the Rams, if you're trying to send pressure, because outside of Jalen Ramsey, I don't know who can cover T Higgins or Tyler Boyd or Joe Mixon out of the backfield or something like that. Jalen Ramsey's a star, no doubt about it. Not saying anything against Jalen Ramsey, believe me, but Nick Scott's a good safety. I don't trust him one-on-one in man coverage on Tyler Boyd or T Higgins. Taylor Rapp is okay. Who's their other corner? They don't have anybody. So this secondary is going to be susceptible potentially to getting burned if you leave people in one-on-one coverage. So I think you have to view this Bengals offense as a bracket approach. Is Jamar Chase the number one? Yes, but I don't think he's the only guy you have to stop. You have to worry about T. Higgins. You have to worry about Tyler Boyd. You have to worry about Joe Mixon. I am viewing this from the perspective of, again, if I'm the Rams, trusting that my offense can score, I'd rather Joe Mixon beat me than Joe Burrow. So when I don't trust my secondary outside of Jalen Ramsey, and this is a game I'm trying to keep a lead on, if I'm the Rams, the Bengals scoring quickly is bad for me. The Bengals being able to get their passing game going is not good. I'm trying to say, let basically my game plans for both of these teams are identical. It's come out on offense and be consistent on offense slight variation with the Rams, or I think you want to try and get on to a lead early. And then defensively it's make these running backs beat you and not these quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that for me with the Rams. It's as simple as this, that front four of the Rams go win the Super Bowl. I, yep. That's it right there. That's it right there. Front four of the Rams go win the Super Bowl. You get to Joe Burrow early. You hit him early. You Over. win the Super Bowl. Yep. But for me, it's just, it's just, it's just that simple. Now we don't have to worry about all those matchups in the back, yep. because there aren't too many of those guys that you look at and say when he gets the ball in his hands, we have to worry about him like he's Tyreek Hill. We don't have to worry about that. So yep. as far as I'm concerned, for the Rams' defensive line, it's very simple. From from the start of the game, go win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it really is that simple. This game will be won or lost by Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Mm-hmm. If they can't get home, it if or if Joe Burrow is able to avoid them and, and keep his magic in the pocket that he does and find mm-hmm. guys downfield, it's going to be really really hard for for the Rams to to stop that Bengals fire. If they can get to him early and they can and make his life hell, Rams are going to win. Mm-hmm. And that'll be it because I don't think, I think that's the only chance that quite honestly, this Rams defense has to stop the Bengals offense is it's either get to Joe Burrow or you don't stop them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you hundred percent. I'm with you hundred percent. Now, you know, as far as who's going to win the game, you know, I go back and forth on this, you know, cause we, I mean, we just talked about it, you know, there is light at the end of the, there is light at the end of the tunnel for the Bengals. There is a Absolutely. chance that you can win this game. Absolutely. Um, a concern for me with the Rams is they have shown an inability to finish teams off. That concerns me. 
Yeah, that's exactly what my thought was, which was get up to as many points as you can yeah. early because you can't finish anybody and you let everybody come back. So score as much as you can before that happens. Yeah, that 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 concerns me. That 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 really does concern me. Um, but when I look at the Bengals schedule, right? This is the one thing that I've seen in this great run that they've had, especially towards the end of the season. To me, this is the first team that they're playing that has an offense that's as high powered as the Rams offense that also has a top five defense to support that offense. They have not faced a team, in my opinion, that 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 is that strong which allows them to do the things offensively that they do, which allows their defense to continue to keep games close because they're not playing against a high power playing against the Kansas city chiefs. You were playing against one of the worst defenses in the national football league. There's no doubt in my mind that the Cincinnati Bengals can score enough points to keep up with the Rams. I do think that they can do that. I just think that this is going to be the best team that they faced all year long. And my pick is I'm going with the Rams, but I think it's going to be, I could be wrong about this and I should know this because I grew up a 49ers fan. Didn't the 49ers score in the last drive of that game? Or was that a blowout? Uh, the Niners Bengals? Yeah. That was the blowout. That was, that was, blowout. That was Steve Young's six touchdowns. Okay. Okay. That was, yeah. That was, yes. they, that was, they played, Chargers. they played, they played. Oh no, you're right. That was the chargers. I'm thinking of Montana. That was Montana to rice for like 84 yards over the middle is what I, yeah, no, it wasn't yeah. that it was a blowout. Niners Bengals was a blowout, but, and, uh, okay. but yes, I, it wasn't Steve Young. And that's what, and that's what I think that this is going to be. I think that it was a great story for, for, for the Bengals. I think that Bengals fans should have hope. I think that realistically, in my opinion, that this is a team that took advantage, full advantage of other teams' mistakes because there were teams that would have finished ahead of the Bengals had they just decided to kick field goals instead of going for it on fourth down. And so for the Bengals to be in this situation, take full advantage of it and get to the Super Bowl, if you're a Bengals fan, you you definitely, definitely have every reason to be excited about your football team. I just don't think that they are going to be able to keep up with the Rams. You're playing against guys who this is their second time in the Super Bowl. You know, Sean McVay, you know, things didn't work well for him in in that first Super Bowl. His offense got got to come out to prove a point. And I think as great of a story the Bengals was, I think that this is going to be a Super Bowl where I think that the Rams are going to win this game by double digits. Yeah, yeah, I can see that scenario happening. If the Rams D-line goes off and takes over, this could be ugly. It it really could be. Um, However, you said the point for me, and you said the Rams can't finish anybody off. And unless their defensive line goes off, they don't finish teams. And they'll let teams get back and get really close and make things a game when they really shouldn't. And 
the only reason they beat the 49ers is because they beat them up front. There's reason to believe that the Rams will do that again. That especially with this Bengals offensive line and how, you know, everyone has perceived them and how they've played and they've deserved it. They gave up 52 sacks this year. It's not like that that's a hyperbole. But the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and there's one reason the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. It's Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. And I think Joe Burrow is good enough to make Aaron Donald and Von Miller miss a few times. I think there's going to be a situation where Sean McVay overcorrects. And I was in the Super Bowl last year, or two in 2018 against the Patriots, and I was too standard. And I was too to this. I said, be aggressive on offense. Don't get cute. I think he gets cute. And I think the Rams are going to be the, let me be very clear. The Rams are the better team in this matchup. I fully heartedly believe that. But I think the Rams are going to shoot themselves in the foot. And I think this is going to be a situation where they overcorrect. And even if they get up to a little bit of a lead, they think they might get comfortable. They're going to let Joe Burrow get back in this game. And so I'm going to go straight into my bet of the week. Actually, I'm taking the Bengals on the money line. Mm, Nice. Because I think this is Joe Burrow magic. And I think there there's a, at some point, and this is something I say a lot, especially when it comes to draft scouting, when it happens over and over, it's not luck. It's a skill. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow isn't lucky anymore. Yeah. He's been in these situations over and over led teams out of nowhere over and over gone up against the, the undaunting Alabama champions. And, and is Joe Burrow's offense going to do it and goes out and slaughters him? Is Joe Burrow going to walk into Arrowhead and lead the Bengals to the Super Bowl? And he does it. And he put them in position to get to overtime. Yes. The Bengals defense sealed the game at the end, but Joe Burrow, it's not like Joe Burrow didn't do his part. I think this is, going to be a really close game at the end and quite honestly if i had to put money down myself i would not pick the Bengals. <laughs> i wouldn't pick i wouldn't pick either team because i have no idea who's going to win mm-hmm. because i think these teams are that evenly matched i think their coaching staffs are so familiar with each other and so similar in a unique situation where you literally have a sean mcveigh disciple going up against him in the Super Bowl, this is really, really close. But if I come down to my gut and I go, which quarterback do I trust more at the end? I trust Joe Burrow. And I mm-hmm. think the Rams will let them in just enough. Or I think the Rams, yeah, the Rams will let them bagels back just enough for Joe Burrow to snatch their souls. And, and that's as they've done all year at the worst possible situations. I'm That's my doomsday scenario. Uh, and my parlay for this, finishing off with my second bet of the week, uh, taking the Bengals on the money line. And if the Bengals are winning, I think this game hits the under of 48 and a half. Mm. I think if it's over 48 and a half, I think then it's the Rams offense was really humming and doing whatever they wanted. I don't know if the Bengals offense would be able to do enough to, to overcome that much. This is a Bengals win when the score is lower rather than when the score is higher. I agree with you on that. I, I definitely agree with you on that point. Um, we're on two different sides of the coin. On this we one. are, and I knew you were picking the Rams, so I had to do something different. Yeah, uh, so I'm sticking with my pick 
of the team that I thought would win the Super Bowl when they signed Matthew Stafford. I said it when I first saw it. When I first saw it, I said, oh, my gosh, the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. I truly believe when you take a player like a Matthew Stafford, who's just, in my opinion, he's just been a grinder. And I, I think we might have talked, we may have talked about this on the show one time where I felt like the upgrade from golf, going from golf to Matthew Stafford, that's what McVay needed. I felt like golf was handicapping McVay because there was just I agree with that. that you couldn't do because he was so young. Yeah, I agree with that, let alone young, physically talented. Uh, he yeah. didn't have the same yeah. caliber of arm, and he never did. That, that yeah. was, that was, yeah, no, I agree with that completely. I don't disagree with any of your points at all. And so with that said, you look at the weapons that he has around him. I mean, you you look, he you're going from Detroit to the Rams. Like, listen, I love my time in Oakland. All right. I love my time in New York. I love my time everywhere that I've gone. But when I went from Oakland to New England, that's like the equivalent of, of Matthew Stafford going from Detroit to the Rams. Yeah. And so I'm sticking with, with what I, what I believe was going to happen and that the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. And I have multiple picks. Oh my gosh. I got so many picks. We talked about this. Um, my 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 bet is I'm, I will take the Rams and I'll take the Rams at a minus six and a half. All right, I'll take the Rams at a minus six and a half. That's just kind of my for me. That's just a give me bet. Yeah, um, I don't think the Rams win close. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think yeah, they win I, on I, a last I, second field goal. I don't think this is Rams winning overtime. You know, on something like that. I think this is either the Rams win by like a touchdown or more, or the Bengals win at the end. Yeah, I mean, real, I mean I'm gonna be honest with you. In my heart, just going off of yeah, I, I, you know, I picked the Rams to win. I'm going to say that realistically, I I, I probably would put, would put something small on the Rams at like a minus 12 minus 13, because I really think the Rams are about to blow the Cincinnati Bengals out. I truly believe that in my heart. And so my picks reflect that for me, I have three get same game parlays. Um, I'm going to give you all one. I'm going to take Mixon to have over 19 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to take, Matthew Stafford to have over 229 and a half passing yards. And I'm going to take the Rams at a minus seven and a half. That got me to a plus 330. I like that. I, I could see, I could see all of that. I don't think if the Rams win by more than six, Stafford's throwing for at least that. But it, <laughs> at, at least that guaranteed. So, and Joe Mixon catches one screen pass for 25 and that hits right there. I was legitimately looking at myself. I couldn't find the odds. I wanted to take Mixon over 50 receiving yards mm. because I think that he could really be a factor in this game. A, if there is one person on the Bengals offense that isn't Joe Burrow that I think can win them this game, I think it's Joe Mixon and not anybody else. Yes. Yes. I right, listen, I agree with you 100% on that. Um, and all of these special bets that they have, um, I tell you what, I'm going all in with the Rams. I'm sorry, I, I got to give two. I have to give two, Drew. No, do what you got. No, go for it, bro. So I like this one. I love playing kickers. Mm -hmm. So I, I love parlaying kickers to get a, you know over a certain amount of field goals, things of that nature. So 
quite naturally, any kicker to hit the upright at a plus 400, I like that. I love it. I love it. I'm all for it. <laughs> I am taking that. <laughs> any uh, kicker to hit the upright at a plus 400. I'm, I'm all for it. Yes, I'm here for it. 100%. Plus and 400 for a doink. Sign me up. For a doink. On a game that many think will be oh. high scoring, which means the extra points, the field goal opportunities, I'm like, hey, listen. One they, of these got, they got odds for who doinks it? They can have any kicker to hit the upright at a plus 400. Wow. I wonder, put, put me in, put me in for at plus uh, 1200 or whatever it is <laughs> that, that it's, that it's the, the Bengals rookie kicker who hasn't missed a kick yet, <laughs> who, who everyone has been talking about. Put me down for him being the one that doinks it if it does happen. Yep. And my, and my, 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 my last one. Um, I like this. We talk about both offenses. We have no idea what these offensive coordinators are going to come with that's new. And both offenses are fully capable of moving the ball. Um, and so I, I think that this definitely has some risk to it. Both have risk to it. But I like the first drive field goal made at a plus 450. I think that one of these teams could easily, both offenses are fully capable of taking the ball on the first drive moving the ball down the field, not scoring a touchdown, but getting in field goal position to at least try a field goal. So there is risk to that, but I do, I, I like, it's the Super Bowl. I like the first drive field goal made at a, at a plus 450. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I'd almost take first, first drive touchdown. And the only thing holding me back from that is that I see the scenario immediately in my head of Bengals get the ball first and third down third and seven they're at the the 16 yard line and they go to get a first down and aaron donald's sack and it knocks them back six yards and now they're kicking a field goal so yeah take me take me out from that regardless to end here really quick i think this is going to be the best super bowl to watch in years i think this game is going to be so entertaining i honest to god can't wait to watch it because i think you're going to have two offenses that know what they're doing tons of skill talent it's not going to be the like the last time the rams were in the super bowl where it was 13 to 10 slugfest with bill belichick running three tight ends all game i think we're going to see some really fun football yeah and i'm gonna tell you right now i i just don't want a lot of people i, I as a fan yes i would love to see that as a person that is placing bets and things of that nature. I, I, I'm I'm betting what I sincerely believe is going to happen, and I really do think, and I really think that this is going to be a slaughter. I really believe that the Rams. Are going you to are happen. you are really confident, and I'm yeah, and I don't yeah. blame you for being confident because when you're looking at it objectively, if Aaron Donald and Von Miller can't win against this Bengals O line, we got problems. We got huge problems. So so I can completely see it from that angle. But I'm just sitting here going, I, who thought Joe Burrow would be out dueling Pat Mahomes and, and being able to, to to get the Bengals in this situation? Who thought their defense was good enough to, to keep them in games enough? I just, there's something in the back of my head, and usually when I trust this, I'm wrong, but I knew you were picking the Rams, so I figured I'd want to be different. I'm, something in the back of my head just says, don't bet against Burrow. Just I, I just, I can't. I can't get out that storybook last drive, two minutes to go. Joe Burrow's down four and it's the, the bomb to T Higgins in the end zone over Taylor Rapp. And it's like Jalen Ramsey didn't even matter. He didn't throw at him. I just, I, I don't know. We'll see. 
I can't wait to watch this game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, like I said, at the start of the show, it is going to be the last game of the year until the spring when Lamont's DC divas are going to kick off. So go ahead and Lamont pump that for the people so we can get some more info on there. Yes. Go to dcdivas.com. Check us out. Um, women's women's tackle football. This is women's tackle football, WFA, uh, women's football Alliance, DC divas. Uh, our first game is actually against Baltimore starting in April. I'm actually All right. uh, after I shoot this show, I'm headed down to Virginia to go to practice. So be sure to check out dcdivas.com. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know we're all excited for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We cannot wait to watch the Super uh, Super Bowl. We cannot wait to continue to break down the draft after that, get into free agency and all that fun stuff in the offseason. Until then, thank you guys again. I am Andrew Golden. You can follow me at Andrew Golden underscore 17. Lamont, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Lamont Jordan underscore 34 on IG at Coach Jordan 34 on Twitter. Uh, make sure you guys follow at Believe in the Jets on Twitter as well at B-L-E-A-V underscore in underscore Jets. Thank you again so much for listening, and we will be back next week. Bye-bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.